Good morning, guys. Welcome back to the greatest show on the internet. This is the RR Show. Today, we're coming at you with episode 160, and we are jumping into r slash entitled parents. If you like our show, you should check out our other show. It's called The Lantern Archives. I'd recommend checking it out on YouTube because it's very video-focused, but there is a podcast on Spotify as well. The Lantern Archives is a true crime show. I highly recommend checking it out. But before you do, let's jump into this episode. Our first story is from Olfer. You do need to be physically present when your daughter is swimming in the pool. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. A very good friend of mine recently got on a plane with her three boys, eight, nine, and ten, by herself to visit with grandma for a month over summer vacation. I was on transport duty because driving to and from the airport is a young man's game, and also I love spending time with my homies. There was an accidentally on-purpose scheduling issue. Namely, my friend wanted a day in a hotel to recuperate from a flight with her three boys before her mum starts driving her insane. Husband is coming up in a few weeks because he just started a new job and can't just be like, yeah, back in a month. So I snatch all four people and luggage from the airport and give them a lift to the hotel. All three boys are bouncing off the walls and my friend just needs a nap. So, hotel pool time. She's posted up under an umbrella and is dead to the world. I'm in the pool with the boys. We started off playing Marco Polo and then had to get creative once other folks were in the pool as well. Eventually, we settled on a game called Not Done Yet. Basically, I'm standing on one side of the steps out of the pool, and when the boys feel like it, they try and leave the pool. I decide if they're done or not yet using a complicated examination process that amounts to picking the child up, giving them a bit of a shake, faking a big sniff and saying, nah, not done yet, and then yeet them back into the pool. Obviously, if someone's waterlogged or actually wants out, I won't stop them but typically there's giggling and a bit of a cue for inspection so the game continues. I get a workout, they get tired, everybody wins. Then a new player enters the playing field in the form of a very sweet-looking girl, approximately six years old, wearing water wings. She asks if she can play too. I say of course she can, but she needs to ask whoever is watching her first so I know it's okay with everyone. She says okay and exits the pool. I'm keeping an eye on her where she's going so I can smile and give the I'm not a creep wave to whoever's minding the kid. Only she doesn't run to one of the adults on the lounge chair. She runs back into the hotel, dripping wet. She disappears inside and comes back down about five minutes later and says, Mummy says it's okay. 
Only she's not the type of kid who can lie without batting an eyelid, and is obviously fibbing. I ask if she really did, and the little girl says, Um, well, mummy was busy, so I think it's okay. It is at this point that the proverbial record scratches and my inner monologue says, What? I summon the oldest of the boys from the waterborne shenanigans and ask him to go wake up his mum so she can keep an eye on things for a minute. I need to go take care of something. While he's bearding the dragon in her den, I crouch down and tell the little girl, we need to go inside and find an adult because it's not okay that you're at the pool by yourself, okay? You didn't do anything wrong, but you've got some growing to do before you can be in the pool all by yourself, okay? At this point, oldest homie has awoken the mum and she's now looking at me with a what the shit look on her face. I mouth later at her and then take the little girl's hand and bring her to the concierge desk of the hotel. I explain the situation with the little girl to the concierge, whose face goes from confusion to pain before giving the girl a smile and thanking me for bringing this to his attention. Concierge Guy takes responsibility for the girl and I go back out to the pool to explain what happened to my friend. She was livid on the little girl's behalf, but mostly just wanted to resume her nap. Conveniently, at that time, middle homie had gotten out of the pool and was making faces at us while we were talking. I told friend to get some sleep. I'll watch the boys. Then middle homie got spear-tackled back into the water because actions have consequences. Maybe 20 minutes to a half hour later, once I was starting to run out of steam, I sensed a disturbance in the force. A rather irate woman wearing a blouse that was inside out was dragging the little girl from before out to the pool area and demanding to know who told her she couldn't swim. The little girl, who's now silent with tears on her cheeks and a pathetically deflated water wing, pointed at me. I was instructed to get my ass out of the pool and to explain myself. Why on earth was it so hard to watch an extra child while she got some adult time to herself? Why did I insist on ruining her first chance to get away from it all in months? Her little girl is an angel and is no trouble to watch. Blah, 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 blah. I explained that it wasn't a good idea to leave a little one in the pool with no adult supervision, pointing to a number of signs about no lifeguard on duty, all children must be accompanied by an adult, etc, etc. Inside Out Lady is getting steadily more belligerent, explaining like I'm slow that her daughter knows how to swim and is wearing floaties so it would have been fine. She's getting more and more in my face, trying to act like I'm just the worst for ruining everything. And then, player three enters the fight. It's my friend, and she is fresh out of fluffs to give. She starts reading Inside Out Lady the Riot Act, demanding to know how she could be so stupid and irresponsible, and how dare she try to act like I'm the bad guy here. Inside Out Lady opens her mouth to reply and just gets fucking steamrolled. Just look at your daughter, see what you've done? Appeared to finally get through to the woman because she looks down at her daughter, then back up to my friend. There's a flicker of shame on her face. And then it's all rage, and she swung. I'm not ashamed to admit that stepping between those two without backup seemed like a poor life choice. 
I stopped the boys before they could get caught in the crossfire, told them to take a step back, and when several hotel employees came out to break up the fight, I stepped in. I grabbed my friend, pulled her back, while two guys from the hotel grabbed the other woman. The combatants are separated and the police are called. Myself and my friend are back at her lounge chair with a large first aid kit the hotel staff gave us while the boys hover and make sure mum's okay. She's supporting a magnificent shiner from that first punch and a couple other scrapes and bruises, but seems mostly livid that she got cold clocked like that. Police arrive and get the story from everyone, even tangentially involved. We wind up being asked to provide contact information to the police. My friend declines a check over by an EMT, saying she's fine, she's just sore. The story Inside Out lady provided didn't match up at all with what the hotel cameras showed. And she got some shiny bracelets put on her before getting shoved into the back of a squad car. My friend said she would be delighted to press charges for assault and was told the police would be in touch. Once the police were satisfied, it was definitely time to retreat to the hotel room. I got dressed and left for the evening after making sure everybody was okay, and on the way out I asked one of the front desk folks what happened with the woman and her daughter. Well, the woman was arrested, and the girl's father came to get her. They couldn't give me any more information than that. I hope she's okay. That whole time throughout the confrontation when uh, Inside Out Lady came down, all I'm thinking is, push the bitch in the pool, push her in the pool, push her in the pool. And this is why I'm not allowed out without adult supervision. Our next story is from Transportation OK 3707. Entitled parents are forcing me to change my daughter's name. My EF called a couple of days ago and demanded that my daughter's name should include my maiden name. For context, I'm ethnically Filipino, but a second-generation immigrant, as I immigrated when I was six years old. Filipino tradition is such that the child's middle name must be the mother's maiden name. For example, if my mother's maiden name is Smith, my middle name is Smith. My daughter had just graduated high school, and my parents received a picture of her diploma. When they looked at the photo, they realized it did not have my last and their maiden name on it. They were upset. Given that me and my husband are culturally American but ethnically Filipino, husband is like half, we decided to give her a new name for her middle name and have her hold her father's last name. I was also forced to have a hyphenated last name. Even though I wanted my husband's last name, I conceded on having both names since my parents paid for my education. It's hell to deal with this, even to this day. EF complained and demanded that I change her name. I told them that we are Americans and live in America, including my E-parents. Therefore, we will use what is culturally appropriate. He told me he does not care about the American way and that I am turning my back on the right Filipino way. My daughter's already 18 years old. I can't legally do anything regarding her name anymore. I had told him that, but he yelled and demanded I must get it done. Not my daughter, me. And I better. Or else. Personally, I have a myriad of reasons why I don't want my daughter to have my maiden name. A lot of issues such as FASFA, schooling, and even inheritance could also be on the line if she were to change her name. Plus, she just doesn't want a different name. My daughter said no, and both husband and I agree with her. 
Later that night, she called them and told them very nicely that she will in no way change her name. The only reason she would is if she gets married in the future. EF threw a fit on the phone and she ignored him and hung up. They haven't spoken to me since. I want to talk to my parents again, but if they're going to throw a fit over a name and continuously be upset, especially over a name they knew about for 18 years, then I will cut ties. I hope they get their act together. This next one in is from a user called what the hell 413 I witnessed EM getting destroyed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I saw this today and I can't stop laughing. I was traveling in my city metro. It wasn't too crowded at the time, but all the seats were occupied. Still, you could freely stand without being humped by a stranger. There was this kid sitting in the reserved seats. You know, the ones for people with handicaps, pregnant women, and old people. Definitely not for mums of two-year-olds. He was probably 14 or 15, I don't know. He's the hero of the story here. Then, at one stop, our EM comes in. She has this cute little child who was trying to keep up with mum's pace. EM sees our hero sitting at the reserved seat and just stares at him. I guess this was her way to make people automatically give away their seats or something. This kid doesn't move though. This probably irked EM a little cause she moved towards the kid with heavy steps. She comes near him, stops again, and again does the stare. The kid doesn't budge. Then she starts screaming. If she didn't have the whole compartment's attention earlier, she had it now. She starts berating the kid for sitting in a reserved seat and not giving it for someone more deserving, like a mother, like herself, with a young child. I don't know what her logic was, the seats aren't reserved for them anyway. She just keeps shouting and screaming and tries to get others' opinions on it and for a while people are on her side. Then the kid, out of fucking nowhere, rolls the right side of his jeans up and detaches the artificial leg and puts it in front of Entitled Mother. The look on her face was priceless. It looked like she was mortified and embarrassed at the same time. Needless to say, she just backed away silently and just got off on the next stop. I don't think that was her stop. I bet that kid was sat there just with the smuggest grin you can ever imagine, the biggest shit-eating grin you've ever seen, knowing, just, just waiting for the perfect moment. The next story is from Powerful Dream 711 Entitled mother almost kills me at her wedding because allergies aren't real. So this is a story my mum always used to tell me, seeing as it happened back when I was like two years old. 
At the time, I had two allergies, peanuts and tree nuts. When I was younger, I also had eggs and wheat. My mum had a work friend, entitled mother, who was getting married, and she invited pretty much everyone she worked with at her office. And by invited, I mean told everyone to come. And also to bring gifts, upwards of $200. What the hell? So my mum asked entitled mum if the food at the wedding was nut free, which entitled mother said yes. Or was it? Ever since my mum has known her, entitled mum has always thought that allergies was just kids being picky. No matter how much evidence you put up, she just wouldn't take it. She often said that if those kids need EpiPens just because they're so picky, why doesn't my son, she's been divorced, have it when he eats broccoli? Not even lying. She actually said this. So because of this, my parents were skeptical. And of course, brought my two EpiPens to the wedding. At the time everyone was snacking and eating food, I decided to eat a tiny bit of cake, which EM specifically said was nut free again to my parents. So I took a small bite, and what do you know? Within seconds, hives begin popping up all over me. I start absolutely wailing, seeing as I'm now having trouble breathing, and of course EM walks up to me as my mum is rushing to get my EpiPen out and put it into me, and says in the most triumphant tone, Ha! See? He's just picky, that's all. I had to put some peanuts into that cake just to show you. And of course, as the ambulance is arriving, she says, Stop, stop, he's a picky child. If he needs to go to the hospital for being picky, then take my son as well. I kid you not, if this couldn't get any more ridiculous, EM lunges towards the paramedics and attempts to literally take me away from them. This was a futile attempt, as literally every other person at the wedding ended up pinning her down and gave me back to the paramedics. And off I went to the hospital, my parents in tow. Here's the best part. The EM was then, when she tried to get back to the wedding and continue it, was left at the altar. I mean, who wouldn't leave her? Also, when her boss found out, she was fired. Sweet, sweet karma. I mean, she admitted in a room full of people to deliberately poisoning a child. Surely you can sue the absolute shit out of her for that. Next story is from Rainbow Baby 2022. My aunt tried to announce her daughter's pregnancy at my baby shower for my rainbow baby. My husband and I are finally expecting our rainbow baby after years of infertility and multiple miscarriages. It is safe to say we and our family are very freaking excited. My mother is probably the most excited. She's been planning our baby shower and making decorations for months. She's been the biggest help during this exciting, yet scary pregnancy. A few weeks ago, my aunt told my mother and I that my cousin is pregnant. We are very happy for her. However, my auntie said their plan is to announce her pregnancy at my baby shower, since we're having a big party anyways. She said it's not a big deal, we can both share the day. I said absolutely not, because we've been waiting for this day forever and it should be all about me and my rainbow baby. My mother is on my side and told my aunt that they better not announce anything at the party. 
my aunt dropped it and nothing else was ever said. Last Saturday was my baby shower. It was everything I've waited for. Everything is going good. No one has announced my cousin's pregnancy. When it was time for us to eat my cake, my aunt said, Hold on, hold on everyone, and went outside to her car to grab something. That was the moment I knew something was up. My mother and I followed her outside and my aunt decided to bring a cake announcing my cousin's pregnancy and some presents for my cousin. My mother immediately told my aunt that she will not be bringing those back into the rec center and they will not be ruining my day. My aunt started throwing a fit, screaming, This is a baby shower, it's for babies. Cousin is having a baby too, so this day is about her too. My cousin now joins the screaming and says how pissed off she is that everything is always about me and why do we always have to be happy for me? They would not stop screaming. So they were kicked out by the rec center security and half our family was upset that I wouldn't let her have a moment at my shower, so they left. Now everyone is bashing my mother, myself and Rainbow Baby on Facebook, group family texts, anything at all. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you haven't heard enough and want a little bit more, like I mentioned at the beginning, go and check out our other show, The Lantern Archives. It's on YouTube, but it's also on Spotify and the other podcasty places as well. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great time. Take care. Peace out. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed. Terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.